0: Good morning and welcome to The Voice of Charity. I am Phil Zepeda here with my colleague Katie Breedemann. Good morning, Katie. Good
1: morning, Phil.
0: And we are glad to be with you once again this Tuesday morning on WNDZ 750 a.m. in Chicago and on YouTube and Facebook at Catholic Chicago. We are always thankful for our engineers and leaders here at the Archdiocese of Chicago, Vince Gerasoli, Mike May, Brian Brock, and Clint Cottrell fabulous guys amazing professional gentlemen um we are thankful for them and all the work that they do to help us produce this voice of charity every single week so thank you gentlemen so parish partnerships are also vital uh not just to this show but also to to the entire work of catholic charity since it's been founded in 1917 and as of july 2023 there are 216 parishes in the archdiocese of chicago And we look forward to every single opportunity to share updates and how this teamwork plays out in parishes uh, to ease the burden of neighbors who are struggling. Today, we feature St. Sabina Parish and the many ways this vibrant faith community joins together to help further the mission of Catholic Charities.
1: And here to discuss this key parish partnership is Fitzgerald Cron, Catholic Charities Regional Director for the St. Sabina Campus. Welcome, Fitz! Welcome,
2: Fitz! Well, hello, and thank you for
0: inviting me.
1: Thank you so much for being with us yeah, today. Yeah,
0: thanks for getting up and joining us today. So, Fitz, let's just kind of paint the picture and set the stage for our, our listeners and our viewers. So, there's so much that plays out at St. Sabina for, for Catholic Charities and with that parish. Talk to us about the programs and services that are offered to the community through St. Sabina.
2: Yeah, Phil, so... um you know, um, I love to be on St. Sabina campus because we, like you said, offer so many different programs. And specifically here at Catholic Charities, we um, have a food pantry. We're part of the diaper program here through the city. Uh, we, we, pro- we provide clothing for people, whether they're trying to get jobs so they need to dress up professionally or regular clothes that they may not have. They might've had a fire you know, happen in their lives or some, from, um, unfortunate incident. Um, we, we provide burial assistance, rental assistance. We we actually have a mental health counseling also offered here. Um, we also provide new uh, Give Hope fund in which if you have an emergency, say, for instance, your car breaks down and you need it to get to work, uh, we have a program which provides up to $1,000 so that you can take care of your car repairs. Um, you may have had a new baby that 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 came in, in your life and now you need baby furniture. So that that fund will help things like that as well. So those are the type of things that we provide in Catholic charity specifically on the St. Sabina campus.
1: And Fitz, about how many people a month are served through that Catholic Charities office at St. Sabina Parish?
2: So um, I would say the last three months, we've averaged about 625 uh, households um, which actually represent about 1,100 individuals because each household may have three or four people in them. So about 1,100 people uh, per month are taken care of here at Saint Sabina's. It's
1: really a very busy office Tremendous. that you run, Fitz. Uh, and I know that in recent months, obviously uh, the asylum seekers' arrival in Chicago has only increased your duties. You know, can you talk to us a little bit about that? How has Saint Sabina's uh, Catholic Charities office been able to uh, include them in the case management um, and and offering basic needs beyond what you I... offer to the community?
2: Right. So we've actually noticed uh, an influx in the last two, three months of migrants coming to our location because there is a police station not far from us on 78th and Halstead. So um, the migrants have been coming in and we provide basically the same services that we provide our other clients in the community. Um, They come in for food. They come in for clothing. um, They also come in um seeking jobs and so we can send them right around the corner to st sabina's employment resource center Um, there was one client came in with the the whole family his name was jose and i I looked at him and you know i had to use google translate because i don't know spanish Um, but we were able to to talk through the barrier and i noticed that he had on flip-flops and i was like man well the weather's about to change and i said man do you need some shoes and he was like, oh my God, I would love some shoes. And so he came in for food and, you know, I was able to take care of other needs for him and his family as well, because he had his wife and two children with him as well. So um, sometimes people come in here for one thing and then we end up helping them for other things as well. So, and he also wanted to be employed. And so I also sent him around the corner to the Employment Resource Center. So um, seeing the seeing the thankfulness in his eyes and and, uh, he shook my hand for a minute, and um, it almost brought me to tears because, you know, that's that's what I'm in this work for, you know, to make a difference. And to see um, something as little as shoes and clothing make a huge difference in people's lives, it, it, it really makes me feel good waking up every day and coming to work and actually helping people in the community.
1: You're such a kind person as well as a skilled leader, Fitz. I mean, it, uh, I, that's a wonderful story. Thank you for sharing. And that. you know,
0: and Fitz, to just delve into that a little bit more. Yeah, it is just it's a it's a glimpse into the way the Catholic Charities treats the whole person, right? It's it could be easily overlooked that they came in in September um, in, in flip flops and the weather is about to change, and that that language barrier. Are you finding the work with with um, with, uh, with the migrants even more challenged because of that? And how is Catholic Charities positioned to, to help overcome that language barrier? Sometimes it's Google Translator, but often our social service workers are luckily bilingual. Can you talk to that a little bit more?
2: But correct. So, you know, um, at our location, we've been getting by with um, Google Translate. But yes, at most of our locations at Catholic Charities, we are fortunate to have bilingual um you know, speakers that can speak Spanish, and, you know, um, the fact that they are able to speak Spanish, I think makes the migrants a little more comfortable because, hey, somebody understands me, you know what I'm saying? That's um, part of the, the issue is, hey, I'm coming to a new place. I don't know anything. I don't know anybody. I'm trying to make it work for me and my family, and to have somebody actually speak the language, I think eases them a little bit, and the fact that Catholic Charities has so many people at a lot of our locations that can speak Spanish uh, makes a huge difference in uh, coming here and, and getting the help that you need and uh, in all the areas that they need help right in.
0: Right on, and that's important work. And and we wanna we wanna spend a little time talking about other important work that you just uh, saw this past summer with this monthly food giveaway um, that you had at the parish in May and June and July. Talk to us more about that.
2: So um, Father Flager here at St. Sabina, he's a pastor at the church, um, saw that there was a huge need. Um, a couple of the, the uh, big boxes closed nearby. There was a, um, a Aldi's that closed, Walmart closed. And so people were trying to figure out, well, where am I going to get the food that I need, right? And so he partnered with, um, I believe it's called Blueprint is the name of the company um and to provide 400 food boxes um uh, for the community um so each month may june and july we had boxes of food on a thursday in our church parking lot and 400 clients either drove up walked up uh, the media was there to, to um, witness it and we actually um, each box i believe had enough food for a family of four for four days and so You know, that's something that St. Sabina Parish has always um, been good at is, look, what are the needs of the community? We're not just going to do something just because we want to do it and and look good, but what are the needs that the community are having that we can make a difference in? And food is something that um, people need, and so um, we need to make sure that we provide it. And and when I say the boxes went within an hour, hour and a half, (laughs) Each time we did it, that shows that the need is great. Uh, we also had pet food giveaway, which, you know, um, people are surprised. Like, why don't you have pet food? Well, pet food costs $26, $30, depending on how big the bags are. And people wanted to make sure they take care of their pets as well. And so, um, again, a company came to us. I forgot the name. Um, but they said, hey, we got pet food. And so uh, because St. Sabina wants to help everyone, including you know people's pets we we also had that giveaway as well
0: that's that's absolutely fantastic and you know I've had the great fortune to be down to the Saint Sabina campus and it's it is a it's a tight knit Wonderful community, and I, I I I I relish the fact that you know you, you this has been so tremendously successful for you this past summer in light of those those big box store closures. You know that sure. that took the headlines um, for a number of days, if not longer, because the ramification of the closing of those stores is is significant and it can't be overlooked. But the response of the Saint Sabina community has been notable, and in, in in their partnership with 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 Catholic Charities. So that's just wonderful. And we're thankful to, to have heard more about that. Uh, Fitz, talk, talk to us a little bit more about the St. Sabina Elders Garden. I know that volunteers built this um, in, in it for seniors and with seniors um, for uh, older adults to have their own gardening spaces. And they learned how to grow fruits and vegetables and really enjoyed the process. How fantastic is that?
2: So um, a company came to us and said, hey, we would love to put a garden here. Um, it was called Stein um, Garden, right? And so they came in, they built it all out, and the seniors said, hey, we want to help. We want to learn how to do it. And so um, we we have a senior building, which Catholic Charity and St. Sabina, um, you know, have, have built together. And so a lot of those seniors, and then there's probably about four or five other senior buildings within a mile of us, and so the seniors always want to come out and get, you know, and and do something. They want to stay active, right? And so a lot of them are into gardening, and a lot of them say, hey, why don't we do our own fruits and vegetables, right? And so we did help um, teach them how to garden, and so you know, after about a, a good six months or so, they got to take some of the products that they actually um, grew themselves. Um, Now the program is a little bit more um, streamlined in which now we have um, a little bit, we have a few professionals that help us out. And so the gardening area has actually expanded. And so um, we have a lot of different fruits and vegetables we offer every Wednesday. And I would say each month, about 100 125 seniors actually come over and you know, pick up the fruits, pick up the vegetables. Um, they also have food demonstrations. They might make hummus. Um, they might make salads. And so the seniors are also learning what to do or how they can prepare the the products that they actually help to make. You know.
0: That's absolutely fant- fantastic. And we love hearing stories like that because it's, it's, you know, it's mother necessity, right? It's like we have the opportunity to, to do this and, and make this substantial uh, commitment and, um, uh, you know, product to giveaways back for the community. So it's, it's tremendous. Right. We're going to take a break right now. So we ask everyone listening to stick around. There's more uh, on The Voice of Charity right after this. Catholic Charities' founding mission. For more than 100 years, we have met people and families where they are, serving anyone in need, regardless of their faith, gender, race, or ethnicity. As our world absorbs the economic, political, and social aftershocks of the pandemic, 50% or more of the 6 million people living in Cook and Lake Counties have little or no savings. They are a paycheck away from zero. We are deeply grateful to everyone in the Catholic Charities community who partners with us to alleviate the suffering of the people we serve and offer them a better path forward. We are witnessing a message of mercy and hope to a world very much in need. Learn more at catholiccharities.net.
2: I can't
1: imagine myself going into any other school.
2: Our school fosters growth by being a backbone to our family. My kids are incredibly
1: well-rounded. I see a lot of kindness in them on a daily basis. One of the things I think Catholic schools do well is
0: personalize the learning experience. You can hear joy in the classrooms. I feel that like I'm happy that I am in this kind of school. Our school communities provide students with academic excellence and character education in a supportive and stable learning environment. Come see for yourself. Visit artschicagoorg slash
1: find a school.
0: Did you know that Catholic Charities accepts car donations? If you're ready to free up space in your garage and put a stop to all those expenses that go along with owning a car, we will gratefully accept your donation, whether the car is running or not. You choose a pickup time that is convenient for you and we will make the donation as easy as possible, free of charge. You'll receive a charitable donation receipt as well. We accept all types of vehicles nationwide and you will know that your donation is made to Catholic Charities, an agency you can trust. To learn more about donating your car, call 877-786-4483. That's 877-786-4483. Thank you. Welcome back to The Voice of Charity. I'm Phil Zepeda here with my colleague, Katie Breedemann. We are talking about the great work that's happening at St. Sabina on Chicago's south side with Fitz Cron, Fitzgerald Cron, we call him Fitz. We, we're we're on that 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 abbreviated name <laughs> right? opportunity with him, and we're <laughs> lucky to have that. Fitz is the Catholic Charities regional director for the Saint Sabina campus. Before the break, we were talking about these elder gardens. I, I I'm fascinated by this. We know that there's a parish effort at the archdiocese level of of building out these gardens. We're hearing more about what's happening at Saint Sabina. It, so it's it's the it's the end of the year and farmers are beginning to, you know, prep for winter and everything. You know, is the is the garden still growing today? And, you know, how many talk to us about just the volume of people that are involved in this project?
2: They actually have about three to five employees that work with the Stein Garden. Um, they call that specific location at St. So buying a barber's market and all of the leftovers that people don't. You know, come and take. They actually bring to the food pantry, so we give it away to the clients as Great. well. So nothing goes away. And during the winter time, they have these um, bins that kind of look like the back of a truck, and so that's where they grow it during the winter time. So um, during the summer, they have them outside, and then uh, I believe it's t- some kind of hydroponic type of um, system that they have inside these um, bins during the winter time so that they still can offer uh produce to the community so it's really fascinating to see um like i said it's about three to five employees that actually do the work on a regular basis and just like i you know they have volunteers that come from the church they actually have the kids come from the school to learn how to do it and so um we try to incorporate things that we do here so that the whole community the whole community can benefit from it whether it's a learning process or whether it's hey i'm receiving the, the
0: product i'm a big fan of everything that's happening down at st sabina but particularly this type of work so congratulations no, you're, this. you're so right Thank phil you. that
1: the archdiocese is trying to encar- encourage parishes all over cook and lake county uh to to uh, reawaken parishioners uh, awareness of god in nature you know through this le to say project um and so it's so neat to see that um you've really taken it to the next level at st sabina's fits. Um, you know, yes. I also just wanted to ask you about our, our mutual colleague uh, Peggy Johnson. Told us about a wonderful event that was held at Saint Sabina in August in conjunction with WGCI radio station um, and Catholic Charities and Saint Sabina, um, and it was called Peace in the Streets. Can you tell us a little bit about that street festival? Yes,
2: yeah, so that was basically our back to school um, festival that we have every year for the youth. Uh, we want to make sure that. People are gearing up and getting ready for school. So we had a a barber on wheel, a mobile barber shop from there. Uh, We had bouncy houses. We had um, basketball, we had food. And like you said, WGCI provided the music. Um, Catholic Charities was there to say, hey, we have these resources. Our Employment Resource Center here at St. Sabina was there. Hey, do you need a job? Do you need help getting a job? Um, So, basically, we we tried to tackle everything that people need before going back to school because sometimes the parent needs help as well as the kids, right? Um, There was a family also here, um, you know, and uh, right before the the program ended, um, she came in and she was like, hey, I need to get my my two kids a haircut. And so, I kind of stopped the guy who was about to leave, and he was like, man, I'm about to leave, and I said, man, can you please do this for me to – the mother needs her two kids' um, haircuts, and they did need a haircut. And I said, "Man, it, it's something about getting your hair cut and being ready for the first day of school that just makes a difference." And so he stopped, and he actually um, took the time out to actually cut the two um, young boys' hair. And I really appreciated that from the barber um, doing that because he didn't have to do it. You know, he already probably had did at least. 50 heads that day because there was a huge line wow. um, all day waiting for that. So I thought that was great. Um, we also had a law, law firm here, uh, Wright, and they provided 1,200 book bags uh, for our young people. And that's also something that's important on the first day of school. Um, you want to have your pens. You want to have your notebooks. You want to have your paper. Um, you know what I'm saying? And Everything else that's necessary to um, be be a good student. Um, Because without those types of things, you're already falling behind, you know, and and, and in this type of community, we definitely want to help our students and, um, you know, be their best in whatever way we can possibly do that. And so the 1200 book bags really helped a lot of people in the community Um, and all the book bags were, like I said, with um, all the tools that they needed for the first day of school and probably for at least a couple months before, hey, I need to get more resources.
1: What a wonderful job you're doing fits of inviting community partners to engage in the work of catholic charities really it's it's really inspiring to listen to you isn't it Phil? It, it,
0: it it is and 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 fits like we, we all know as as parents of, of whatever background you are that backpack is incredibly yeah. important so that kids showing up on the first day of school are ready to learn yeah. and getting there with the with the supplies in hand is what's going to make that happen so congratulations to you on that work and that, that very important work and hope that that tradition of, of that event continues. Um, more great things happening at St. Sabina. You have a, a career and resource fair coming up on September uh, 21st. Talk to us more about that.
2: Right. I am really excited about this, Phil and Katie, because, um, you know, a lot of people say, hey, I need jobs, and then nobody – in the community seems like they're helping them, right? And so I'm really happy that St. Sabina put a list of, I would say, you know, any industry you can possibly think of. We have over 35, 36 different companies that's gonna be here on September 21st, between 10 and two o'clock in McMahon Hall, which is basically the basement of the church. They're gonna have hiring managers there right then and there to hire folks right after the interview. So I would say anybody who's interested have at least 20 resumes on hand, at least 20 because you want to be able to hand your resume out. You want to make sure you're dressed for success. Men have on your certain ties. ties. Um, ladies have on your nice outfits as well. Have your hair done. I mean, be ready, you know, if you need to. We also provide mock interviews here at the Saint and Bonnie Employment Resource Center. And I'm going to just name a few of the different companies that's going to be Go here. Go right ahead. Uh, West Medical, um, Center is going to be here. Northwestern Medical Center is going to be here. The Postal Service is going to be here. Um, CPS is going to be here. Jewel, Osco is going to be here. And those are just to name a few um, companies that are going to be here. And so whatever industry you're into, um, just make sure you're here and make sure you're here on time. It's 10 to 2. Don't come in here at 1.30 and, you know, 2 o'clock, because that says something about you as a worker. You want to be here. If it starts at 10, I would say be here at 930, 945.
0: Get there, get in waiting, line.
2: Making sure that you're ready. Because yeah, anything can happen on your way here. So you want to make sure you're here on time. So um, St. Sabina and his partners and Catholic Church, we really um, put this together in order to be a really, um, uh, uh, make a difference in the community, you know, because some of these are actually careers. That's why it's called career and resource fair because you can actually make a really good living um, with some of these companies and move up. And then there also, I want to say there are a lot of these companies are background friendly. So don't feel like, hey, I got a background. Nobody's going to hire me. That's an excuse. You can't use those excuses anymore. There's a lot of companies that are background friendly. So like I said, make sure you come, make sure you're here early, make sure you're dressed properly, and make sure you have at least 20 resumes. Here.
1: And so, Fitz, if anybody in our listening or viewing audience today would like to learn more about this Fall Career and Resource Fair, which is going to be on September 21st, is there? can you provide an email or a phone number that people can reach out to if they have questions?
2: So either they can call me here at 773-846-3049, or they can reach out to the St. Sabina Employment Resource Center um, the number I could barely see on this paper is, uh, I believe is 783 3160 783 Wonderful,
1: wonderful fits. And, you know, just in the short time we have left, can you just tell us a little bit about your background and how you got involved in Catholic Charities' work and, and uh, what brings you back to work each day in the wonderful work that you do?
2: So my background is basically um, public health. So I, I got my degrees in public health. Um, I grew up in this neighborhood, so this this neighborhood is really near and dear to me. I go to St. Sabina Church. I attended the school here, so um, I'm passionate about the people, the community, and making a difference. Um, all all the time I've been in church, I was either altar server. I worked the front desk here at St. Sabina. And so I worked at the Employment Resource Center, so I'm always wanting to make a difference, always wanting to help other people. And so I've been here at Catholic Charities now seven and a half years. And um, seeing the difference I make in the community, seeing people come back and say, man, thank you so much. You don't know how much this means to me, the help that you all provided me, Uh, whether it's food, whether it's clothing, whether it's uh, the mental health counseling, whether it's, hey, you direct me around the corner to the Employment Resource Center to help me get a job. Um, or I might need some spiritual guidance. Hey, you, you told me about church services on Sunday, Saturday and Sunday. So just to feel good, just the fact that I'm making a difference and then to see it and then to give people hope um, because a lot of people are going through desperate times right now, um, cost of food is going up, cost of housing is going up. Uh, people are are struggling. And so just to give them hope and to assist them with the resources that we have here at Catholic Charities, that's what keeps me coming back every day and, um, you know, trying to to make a difference.
0: We hear that uh, day in and day out, that it's not necessarily the easiest work, but it's quite rewarding work. And I think your words uh, reflect that very well. So Fitz, St. Sabina's parish is, such a trusted partner for the work of Catholic Charities. And thank you for all the tireless work and commitment that you bring to work each day, creating awareness of the programs and services that Catholic Charities offers, always finding creative solutions to help the community in the most effective ways. Um, it's, it's so impressive what you accomplish each day, and we're, we're grateful for that. You're a great ambassador for the work of Catholic Charities
1: really fits are between your knowledge, your experience and your empathy. It's been really inspiring to have you on the show today. Thank you so much for all you do. And please keep us posted in the fall and winter months. Uh, We, as we said at the top of the show, St. Sabina's is such an important hub of Catholic Charities work in Chicago. And we'd love to have you back on to give us another update.
2: Thank you so much and I love the work that I'm doing. And thank you for having us on here to showcase what we do here at St. Sabina because it truly is um, Helping the community.
1: Absolutely. And that's why we do it. Absolutely. And you do an excellent job of it. So thank you again, and we invite thank all of you, you back Katie. again next thank week. You thank you so much, Fitz. And we invite all of you back again next week for another edition of the Voice of Charity. For now, this is Katie Breedeman with Phil Zepeda, and we thank you for tuning in and believing in the mission of Catholic Charities.